0: Tara, in so many ways, you are the anti-me and I love it.
1: Um, I picked up on that because as the words are coming out of my mouth, I just thought, I wonder I wonder if he identifies with what I'm saying or
0: not. I've never um, once watched a Christmas movie and thought, yeah, that was good. <laughs>
1: never, my never number once. one favorite movie of all time, not just Christmas, but my favorite movie ever made is a Christmas movie. And it? it's it's Nativity 2 danger in the manger and (laughs) I'm telling you it's it'll change your life for better
0: for worse. I didn't know there was a nativity one.
1: Well there's a one and a three but you don't really need to see either like it doesn't, wow. it doesn't matter what do but i
0: stream nativity 2 on
1: it used to be on netflix it was one of those that kept just like popping up suggested for you and we we're uh-huh. like this looks we stupid did we did it for couch mcgetton one and i just cried through the whole thing but it is about a bunch of children at a school and like their teach like something really sweet with their teacher and they enter a like a singing competition what? and they save danger- christmas
0: danger, really the danger i was expecting like some joke action movie (laughs) no
1: it's not not as much Jesus not a whole lot of manger either but um but there is okay it's a British movie and there is a guy that is in Lord of the Rings that Mm -hmm. is in those movies
0: oh okay
1: I don't know what he is in Lord of the Rings because I haven't seen those (laughs) he's in my he's in the uh the British office
2: Oh, uh, I think he was um what's his name he plays the hobbit in the hobbit. That's like, it. What? Yes. Mm-hmm. He plays Bilbo in the hobbit, but he's not in the Lord of the Rings movies. Okay. And he was in Sherlock Watson in Sherlock. Oh. And I'm totally blanking on his name.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. He's that in guy. he's in Danger in the Manger. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So thank you. Danger in the Manger. <laughs> what a good name though. It is. It's a good name. Good
1: song. Danger. I, in the I believe it. You guys, I have it on DVD if you ever need to borrow it. Okay. After after tomorrow, you can.
2: Yeah, they need it tomorrow. My- we need it
1: tomorrow. It's it's the first. We have to watch it first. Home oh. Alone Two is the third movie. Danger in the Manger is the first, and then we just take turns picking two, four, five, six, seven until we fall asleep.
0: Man, Home Alone Two is so much better than Home Alone One. Really? Yeah. I haven't I haven't. I haven't seen Two. I don't think Two is better. Wait, which which is the one where he has the little tape recorder thing? Two. Okay, that's the one I've seen. That's the one I've in seen. New York. Yeah, uh, my favorite Christmas movie, not for the right reasons. Um, it's because it is the worst movie I have ever seen in my entire life. Like literally the worst movie I've ever seen. Don't you dare say Nativity to Danger in the Beach. I have not seen that. It is uh, a <laughs> Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas. It is a delight to watch, but it is so bad.
1: I love me some bad movies. I love bad movies. <laughs>
0: You should watch uh, Kurt Cameron's Saving Christmas, where he tries to justify all of the things that people do in Christmas that don't make a lot of sense, um, like being materialistic. Yeah, like being materialistic. He there's this scene where he's like, "But it's okay to be materialistic because we serve a material God." <laughs> oh my!
2: Oh Mike Seaver, how far you've how far you've gone? What would what would Alan Dick say? <laughs> what would
1: Alan- yeah. maybe i should put it on the list for tomorrow
0: (laughs) so the whole movie is kurt cameron who is not does not have a name he is trying to convince his grumpy brother-in-law christian white that (laughs) christian white is his name that christmas isn't bad and materialistic it's really like like the reason we have nutcrackers is because of all the soldiers that went and killed the babies in bethlehem see it's part of the christmas story okay <laughs> <laughs> your face right now
1: i just didn't is it is it a it's a story though like there's so-
0: So the story is he is trying to convince his brother-in-law. So like he, they're like sitting in a car and he's like, I just hate how the holidays are more about Santa Claus than they are about Jesus. And Kirk Cameron's like, well, actually Santa Claus was St. Nicholas. And at the council of Nicaea, he took a stick and beat everyone who wanted to, (laughs) it's like,
1: so it's educational too, is what you're saying. Is what you're
0: saying. Not the in a right, sense, not the right kind of education.
1: In a, in a way,
0: yeah. So it's real bad. Wow. Uh, yeah. He, he at one point he's like he's like, "Have you ever been to a Christmas tree lot? You know, what Jesus was hung on a tree. So when you're at a Christmas tree lot, see all of those little crosses that don't have to be used." <laughs> oh my, it's a wonderful movie, not for good reasons.
1: It's going to go on the list. It's going to go on the list.
0: Kurt Cameron's Saving Christmas.
1: Saving Christmas.
0: I I don't know if he succeeds in his goal. But, uh, well, the entire last 20 minutes is just a dance party. Okay. I don't know why. I like that. Let's see why not. That seems like a good movie. So...
2: (laughs) This has now become a Christmas movie podcast where we just talk about the best Christmas movies It's short sure in the way when this worst. Well. monkeys people say they monkey around unless someone real decides to sponsor us this is boy meets world fever and i'm your host reg reginald fairfield oh but i want to be reg
0: reginald fairfield
2: we can all be reg reginald fairfield
0: <laughs> reg reginald fairfield you're gonna hear that a lot this episode lot. so just
2: yeah. get used to it so i'm just gonna already bring her on because it just feels weird to talk without her but we have a returning guest today.
0: our first returning guest. first
2: returning guest you're in a special two-timers club it's like host of snl it's like you're in that club um and that is my friend and yours and ours tara light i'm gonna sing her in again because it's tara light tara light thank you oh boy meets world fever is what she's doing it's good to know I got friends who'll always podcast with me. Cause it's Tara Light. Mm, missed my calling as a music teacher. You did. You,
1: yeah, you really did. And thank you guys because I always think it's an honor to be invited somewhere, and a bigger honor to be invited back. So yay,
0: thanks. Well, with your pedigree as the biggest monkeys fans we fan we know, we had to There's have you no one else. This episode. No one else even came <laughs> close.
1: Well, this, this episode is near and dear to my heart for that reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm, i'm pretty pumped to talk about it
0: i am as well this was a gut gut reaction this is a really fun episode yeah, it's a banger <laughs> as much as a, a banger. as a boy meets world can be a banger this one is yeah I, I think we got a few things to talk about but it's a good episode Agree.
1: a lot a lot happens in 22 22 and a half minutes
0: yeah mm-hmm. a lot happens a lot i, I guess right. the synop is me huh Yes, but first we should say what episode it is. We're just talking about episode 308, Ravon. Oh, yes, we are talking about episode 308. I was going to say 208. That's so last season. Mm-hmm. Mm, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, Ravon. Yeah, how about you give us the synop? Um, all right. Where do I start? Okay. Um, there's a legal rave going on in school being advertised as an illegal rave. And Corey, or Sean tells Corey that it's eric throwing it so they decide to throw it together but then they realize that same day as the rave is their parents 20th anniversary hilarity absolutely ensues mm-hmm. how true i felt like that was good i, it was good. I didn't want to give anything yeah. away <laughs>
1: that was a good that was a solid synopsis thank you that's exactly what happens
2: (laughs) and does hilarity ever into it's a classic Classic. it is a conundrum
0: (laughs) a classic you rave for your parents anniversary Mm -hmm. now
1: not all can we can we just say something from the start because you you said it in the synopsis you say that there is an illegal rave that is going to happen -hmm. And how do we know that it's an illegal rave, boys?
2: Because Because there are posters.
0: (laughs) There's a big banner.
1: There's a big banner made out of cloth, not paper. (laughs)
2: Yes,
1: (laughs)
0: saying
1: illegal rape
0: this friday it's a really well scheduled legal rape Mm -hmm. um and mr feeney comes and takes it down and sean's like this is what makes you unpopular he's like well it's lonely at the top but i save a lot of
2: money on call waiting (laughs) which is just so dated yeah it's (laughs) it's a a joke (laughs) it's like wow call waiting uh very funny though (laughs) it's lonely
0: at the top as of 2013, I think there were still 2 million users paying for America on, American Online, a monthly subscription. What? Yeah. As of 2013. And they were the, American Online wasn't a service anymore. But people were still paying for Yeah, it. but people were still paying for their American, American Online service. Where did wow. aid, like the money go? I don't know. But I'm just saying, there's probably still some people paying for call waiting. That's <laughs> for true. For their cell phones.
2: Do you think when they say, because you know you hear ads sometimes Times that are like, there are millions in unclaimed assets Mm-hmm. Like just waiting to be claimed. You need to call this number and see if you have some. Do you think it's like those people that is like this is all the money you paid for AOL since they've been you def-
1: guys they they print out names of people in the newspaper who have unclaimed assets. And I what? have an uncle who checks the paper, the newspaper every time it comes out. And one day he called me and he said, uh, "Your name's in the paper. You've got unclaimed assets." And I had a paycheck from Old Navy that I had never picked up. And it was, I mean, I've worked at, I mean, that was like 17 years ago. And I had, but by that time, I hadn't worked at Old Navy for like three or four years. But I had a check that was for me. And our, my address had changed and they didn't have a way to get it to me. And so my name was in the paper. I went and got my $54. dollars
2: you $54? Did you spend it at Old Navy? You could get a lot for $54 at Old Navy if you play your cards right.
1: <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you remember where you spent it
1: um you know i don't I've, i'm <laughs> sorry I'm,
0: I I was it was a bummer oh wow <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how we got on, on i don't know That's
2: but i love it, <laughs> it. But yes there's a rave
0: going on
1: illegal um, rave illegal
0: rave and feeney takes down the big cloth banner but the poster on the wall right next to the big banner that says a legal rave he's good with that one that one can stay yeah he's just one man (laughs) how does one man take down a banner
2: and a poster his hands were full with the banner
1: his hands were full
2: yeah so have any of you ever been to a rave (laughs) legal or otherwise
1: um well I've been to parties like the one we see at the end of Boy Meets World. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I've been- That's not really what comes to mind when I think of a rave, but maybe-
0: Does a rave by definition not have to include drugs? I'm pretty sure it does. I think intoxication and drugs is like- like in the definition of what makes something not a party, but a rave.
1: And I think that's also part of what makes it illegal. It, yeah. it has to have, I mean, or, or maybe that's just what I garner from movies, because that's really not the kind of life that I have. <laughs> uh-huh. I, but yeah, when I think of it, that's what I, that's what I think of.
0: Yeah, I think a rave by definition does need drugs Mm -hmm. because I remember in
2: college when they were like, We're gonna have a flash rave Uh in finals week, and they like had a DJ and everybody waited outside, and then everybody rushed in and danced crazy for like five minutes and then left. It's like, That's not really a rave, no. It was it fun, yes. Was it
0: a rave? Some people could have been on drugs, I don't know, (laughs) so maybe it was. (laughs) it was college <laughs> it was college who knows i remember we did a silent dance party at finals week one time i don't think i participated in that i, don't, I didn't participate in the one you did all right the silent dance party was fun because everyone like hit play at the same time on their phones but we all had headphones in so it was just like we all it looked like we were dancing to nothing but we were we were dancing to the music in our ears that's really fun it was it was a fun it was a fun little thing <laughs> we did it's the raves yeah, raves by definition, I believe, have to include mm-hmm. at least alcohol, if not, drug. but so I guess Eric is procuring some substances. Maybe so. I <laughs> think Eric's got. And they be don't it?
1: really say that they define. I mean, they define on the show their idea of what a rave is, and they call it um, like a raucous party. Mm-hmm. or something like that i mean they don't they don't say there's mm-hmm. gonna be something shady going on you know or um they really just make it sound like it's going to be a big blowout party
0: yeah mm-hmm. and at the end it's people sort of dancing and hanging out at chubbies
1: at Chubby's sounds like a nice
0: time wearing either punk attire like gangster s like italian gangster or attire. pirate yeah. chic or like pirate biker attire <laughs> we got to get to the top neon pop colors yeah for sure yeah. like awesome
1: taste you know. the rainbow all the colors yeah
0: yeah taste the rainbow just rave clothes yeah rave clothes you know the guy who wears the flannel the leather jacket and has a neon pink mohawk you know that guy <laughs> exactly and do
2: raves also maybe have to be somewhere that you're not allowed to be I, like i don't know because it that. seems like they were in chubby's but didn't really have permission to be there but they put
0: a deposit down at chubby's oh right so maybe then why do
2: they need to have chubby not be there
0: maybe maybe it's a lie maybe they're like oh we're reserving it for a dinner and then boom rave and then rave anyway <laughs> we're talking we a lot not about the logistics, about logistics a lot of questions in. <laughs> what would you say Tara? we've
1: got a lot of questions <laughs>
2: uh-huh. we just don't if any of our listeners are rave experts which maybe maybe you guys
1: not. it really might be that we have so many questions because we just don't have a handle on what this illegal rave is because maybe mm-hmm. the three of us are just not we're not maybe enough. we're more like mr feeney in this situation we don't really know <laughs> or
0: squares. Or squares. yeah or l7 weenies <laughs> <laughs>
2: We all just did the hand sign for anybody that uh, is listening, which is everybody other than the three of us.
0: <laughs> yes. Thank you, Cameron. Thank you for explaining that. I had That's to make dare. sure it was clear who was listening in this scenario and who was not. Yeah. So Corey's like, uh Corey or Sean, not Corey. I'm getting people mixed up. Sean's like, So, any details you can tell us about the rave? And Corey's like, How would I know? He's like, because your brother's throwing it. Mm -hmm. He's like, he hasn't talked to me since the fifth grade. Which is kind of
2: true. Not about anything really much. Mm -hmm. Or when it has, it seemed like it's been very short. Yeah. And very hard for Eric to do.
0: Yeah. It's generally about a problem or... Mm -hmm. But not just about general goings on. No. So kind uh, of kind of starting this whole idea of kind of a rift between the Matthews brothers mm-hmm. that they don't communicate very often. That'll come into play later in the se- season. For sure. And this, the show. This episode actually has some good continuity. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. But what's next, Cameron?
2: Um, I did note, because when Corey goes and talks to Sean, or to Eric, and he like says something to him and he's like, what does that make me? And Eric just says, short. But I'm yeah. like, they're almost the same height. <laughs> and he's like four years younger than him. And he's like younger than him but they're yeah. almost the same height yeah so there isn't really like you're so short mm-hmm. it doesn't really work anymore maybe they wrote this like months before and then he had a growth spurt yeah but they didn't think about changing it
0: clearly what happened
2: had to have been um but then we uh, like they're joined together and cory comes home mm-hmm. and says like chubby's out of town he says chubby's on board and he's like so he knows he's like no he's on a cruise to mexico so he's already on board he won't know that it's mm-hmm. happened and uh Then they have like we're the Matthews brothers and because
0: we are the the Matthews Matthews brothers, Brothers. which is which is fun.
1: Yeah, they can't. It's a fun fun brotherly thing. thing. It's sweet.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, so yeah, they're doing that, and then the door ring, the doorbell rings, (laughs) someone knocks on the door, and the love of my life, the The the, The the love
1: of my life. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) The love of Tara's life, the star in the heavens. He doesn't come yet. Oh, he doesn't. No, Peter. and my Peter Torque comes first. Oh, that's true. That's true. Peter Torque does come first. Sorry, is, I'm getting excited. <laughs> Peter Torque is the love of Chance's life.
1: <laughs> the love of my life. Yeah,
2: it still works for Tara, no matter who it is. Yeah. Nikki Dolans <laughs> comes in in a moment. Mm-hmm. Same, same can apply.
0: Yep. So yes, that's true. Jedediah comes in first, uh, and Corey's like, "Oh, come in, Mr. Lawrence." He's like, "Harsh." Yeah, he's like, "Ooh, harsh." <laughs>
2: um yeah this is just a fun like funny little scene
0: yeah the whole every every bit of this i think works Mm -hmm. really well i think amy and uh Jedediah and Corey are all really funny Mm -hmm. uh they have good like play off each other like you know when he's like oh harsh he's like sorry it's weird to call my girlfriend's dad by his first name even if it is Jedediah." Jedediah." Jedediah. (laughs) um yeah and then he pulls out the unfinished guitar for Uh amy and she's like we need to have, go have a talk about reality. So he's like, Oh cool. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> oh cool.
1: <laughs> okay. Also, how how interesting is it that Amy with Amy in this guitar, it's obviously a surprise for mm-hmm. Alan. You know, yeah. cause she pulls him into the kitchen and makes um uh makes the sons like make sure that Alan stays out of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. But when Alan comes in with um Mickey Dolan's and they've got her gift, we see a little bit later when he exits. Amy knows about it. It's not a his gift for her is not a surprise, but yeah. she has a special surprise for him. So yeah. I thought that was kind of they, they don't point it out and it's maybe not that weird, but like she has something really sweet and thoughtful for him that he doesn't mm-hmm. know about. We don't get to see him receive it but i just i thought it was very cute
0: maybe gifts that didn't like have to include construction and tearing out your current bathtub you should probably have permission
1: (laughs) (laughs) and maybe she picked it out also like that that was also my thought like
2: yeah because it's it's like like 20 years let's buy something together like let's do this but then she's doing this extra sweet thing for him
0: yeah
1: yeah i thought it was i liked it i thought it was cool
2: it was yes. cute. Alan learned from the trash compactor incident. Yes. He doesn't go off and just buy things like that.
0: Yeah. The trash compactor and the car. He's Both. Yes, He's learning. <laughs> he's learning. 20 <laughs> years. He's growing. I, and I do when, when Mickey Dolenz is in there, he's he, again, very funny. They're like, Oh, getting a hot tub for you and mom. He's like, no, no, no. When you're 20, it's for romance. When you're your dad's age, it's a bubbly place to read. <laughs> <laughs> it's like and I'm very well read. <laughs> yes. I like, you're did you guys,
1: did you guys notice how they're how they're carrying that hot tub up the stairs? Yes. like, like they're carrying it overhanded grip. I'm like way up here by chest and head
0: yeah it, must have
1: knuckles of steel holding it up like
0: that it could be an american ninja warrior with their grip strength
1: it was i'm telling you
0: you know how in shows like it is so very obvious when uh, characters have like empty cups of coffee because like there's no like weight yeah, to anything and, and you doing. can like move it without worrying about it yeah sloshing out this one, like that tub was so clearly made of foam or something like <laughs> the way they were carrying it. it was like, no, mm-mm. these are the strongest men alive and talking, <laughs> like talking
2: yeah, clearly moving covered. up a
1: staircase, a winding staircase. Like,
2: okay. All right. Let's we'll try to. Oh, yeah. It's not like Making the protein pivot. Yeah. There's none of that going on.
0: <laughs> There's none of pivot. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they don't accidentally bump into the wall and knock a hole in the drywall, which would absolutely happen this was real life
0: (laughs) oh yeah absolutely absolutely um so yeah both of these i mean but i think the jokes work i think everyone is very charming Mm -hmm. i think they're good and now the love of my life yes (laughs) the love of tara's life all of our shining lights who we aspire to be enters the scene Mm -hmm. cameron why don't you tell us about him
2: all right so the door opens (laughs) and in walks just this small british man silver locks flowing on his head an adonis really yes just dapper (laughs) as can be dapper af i think we could say and (laughs) he's just why hello i i see it oh amy's
0: Brow and nose, Allen's pronounced chin. You must be their son. And Corey's like, no one's ever told me I look like my parents before. He's like, your parent. No one studied. No genetics. one was ever an Oxford phrenologist. Phrenologist. Yeah, it's true. He's
2: like, who are you? And he
0: says, I'm Reg Reginald Fairfield. Reg Reginald Fairfield. <laughs> and Amy walks in. Who are you, uh-huh. Reg mm-hmm. Reginald Fairfield? He's like,
2: Amy, you haven't aged a day, and like saying like being so kind kind, yes, yes. sweet and then she's just like thank you
0: who are you Reg Reginald <laughs> yes, Fairfield. Like, Corey,
1: Corey says it that time yes. Corey says
0: it in <laughs> his voice <laughs> Alan comes down and uh he's like remember you told me if I was ever in the states there'd be a couch with my name on it and Corey goes look and he gestures to the couch <laughs> Reg Reginald Fairfield. and here I am <laughs>
2: <laughs> do you want to give us a reg reginald fairfield tara i don't think you've done one yet
1: no that's not my that's not what i do that's not what i'm bringing to this I got it.
0: you don't you don't reg reginald fairfield everyone's don't doing do that. it
1: no i don't do um i i don't i can't do accents
0: oh i can't
2: either <laughs> You must not have listened to
0: all of our episodes. We don't really. (laughs) Tara, why don't you at least give us your thoughts on Reg Reginald Fairfield?
1: Um, Listen, I just I really love it that I love that it's written into the story that they have a person that they knew back in the seventies. I guess just on this one occasion when they were on this backpacking trip, like we don't know if their lives have intersected at any other time. But all we know is if you you know if you're ever in the state, come come stay on our couch mm-hmm. and he's remembered this decades later and is there to do just that and i think that is a very funny excuse to have somebody on the show i love it <laughs>
2: and what's so interesting to me about this though is like they bring him in but Peter Tork and Mickey Dolans have both already been guests on this show mm-hmm. before this moment so when they both show up at the beginning you're just like okay like we know who these guys are mm-hmm. and then suddenly <laughs> up comes Davy Jones and you're just like oh all right something's happening here oh, it's really great
0: yeah it's it's fantastic and yeah I love that they give him that whole backstory and I love that there's a there's like a lingering question of how did he find them? (laughs) Like this, that was a college backpacking trip. Uh
1: It was a college backpacking trip and there's no, they don't have phones.
0: They (laughs) don't have social media. Really? There's no social media. So how did Reg Reginald Fairfield find them?
2: (laughs) I don't know, but it it is funny that they're like, he followed (laughs) us through Europe. Yeah. Like it's like, we can't just kick him out. He led us through Europe. No, he followed us. (laughs) And 20 years later,
0: he's picked up the trail. He's, but he's so funny. He's like, This is when we all jumped in the fountain. And Corey's like, Oh, who's that sexy babe in the wet tank top? <laughs> oh, he <ugh. laughs> realizes <this>, it's his
1: <laughs> mom.
2: <laughs> then Eric does the same thing mm-hmm. a little bit later.
0: Yeah. And uh, he's like, Oh, he goes up to take a bath or a shower or something. He's like, Alan, do you have any softer towels than these? <laughs> Uh, Reg oh, Reginald yes. Fairfield. What would we do without you? Uh, Laugh a
2: lot less, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, we our lives would be much darker places without Reg Reginald Fairfield. You have to say it that way. <laughs> you've got to say got to say the whole thing.
2: Yeah,
1: that's yesterday. yeah, that's the name. It's not just Reginald. It's Reg Reginald <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
2: It's like Reg is a title, like yeah. Sir Sir Reginald yeah. Fairfield.
0: It's Reg. So my grandpa always went by Paul, but his name was Ira Paul. He, but he went by Paul. I'm just saying, it's the same with Reg Reginald. <laughs> his name is Reg Reginald. Yeah, but he his, just goes by Reginald. Yep, yeah, his name is Reg Re, Reg Reginald. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, this whole thing, like from the beginning to now, is just it's great. Uh-huh. It's wonderful. I love it.
1: It's great. It's great that all three of the musicians have entered into the story like within a minute and a half. They all are in and out of the living room at the same time. But they don't intersect at all during that time. Like it that that whole scene where we see them all is so fast mm-hmm. and they're all in and out to not really give. I mean, if you don't if you don't know who they are, you just think, oh, that's someone helping with her gift and someone helping with his gift. And there's this weird house guest. Like
0: mm-hmm. well, if you still, somehow
1: don't know who they are.
0: I still remember when I was a kid, I had no idea who they were. And it's not until the very end when the guy like is is saying like you know that's a great sound. I'm like oh this is a thing. There's like even as a even as like a teenager or uh-huh. like an older kid, I was like oh there's something more going on here that I'm not getting. Uh-huh. So now I know who the monkeys are and the Partridge Family is. Now I get it. But but even when you don't know that, it's still just like yeah, it's fun. still delightful. It's really fun.
1: It's fun. Yeah. Well, it's fun because after okay, well after he's upstairs with the towels and they've made the comments about Amy in the bathing suit. in the in the photo album um, and like Amy has overheard um, Mm -hmm. Eric talk on the phone and he's talking about a secret party you know he walks in all cocky on his giant phone and um, and he's talking about this party Corey gets on him like she just heard every word you said he's like oh no she doesn't know what we're talking about like Eric you beautiful dumb sweetheart (laughs) obviously you're carrying on this conversation right there with her in the room he just doesn't read the room ever 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 ever
0: yeah he's mm-hmm. he's just being an idiot and, uh I, I mean amy makes a jump in logic here. Mm-hmm. they must be talking about a surprise anniversary party for
1: us well he doesn't call it an illegal rave on the phone he does say secret party yeah, right in
2: front of his mom, she's like it's a secret party No, that doesn't seem like a big jump for her. Maybe knowing plus it's a twentieth,
1: a a twentieth anniversary. You know, anything that ends with a zero or five—that's a big deal. Mm
0: -hmm. I don't know why, but I have to tell this story because I don't think I've told it on the podcast. But once on Cameron's birthday, on Cameron's (laughs) birthday, we had a surprise party for him planned, and it was perfect. Yeah, I had no idea. He had he had no clue. He had no idea. And me and our friend, Tim, who can be a bit of a, let's call him an airhead. I mean, we love him, but he can be a little spacey. Uh, We took Cameron to lunch in just the OSU student union. And we were sitting there and I got a message about the party. And I like, I was like, okay, Tim needs to know this. So I like held it out to Tim. And for some reason, Tim just decides to read it out loud. And he's like, the surprise party tonight don't forget about the surprise party for cameron's tonight. Ne- <laughs> and then he just like <laughs> stopped
2: talking no i was like it was not very nice i did
0: my best to act surprised you did do your best to act surprised but i just remember like oh tim needs this information so i showed him my phone he reads it out loud I'm like tim what are you doing <laughs> cameron's right there Uh, it's perfect.
2: So
1: camera, what'd you do? Did you, did you pretend that you didn't know what was going on?
2: not at the lunch we we talked (laughs) about it at the lunch i was just like okay so i guess this is happening But at the the actual party i i played along Mm
0: -hmm. tim if you're listening we love you come on the show (laughs) yes please do um but yeah so uh cameron has a little bit of experience in a Mm -hmm. similar vein that same situation but there was no
2: need for me to make a jump no (laughs) to say they must have been talking about me yeah this
0: is pretty obvious I want to ask you guys a question because as you guys may or may not know, I mean, Cameron definitely knows my situation with my parents isn't normal by any stretch of the imagination. Do kids do things for their parents' anniversary? Is this a thing? I thought that was like a between them thing.
1: When I was in high school, my brother and I did not. I mean, my brother and I are one year apart. When we were in high school, we didn't do something for our parents. But when we like my parents celebrated their 30th anniversary i was married i mean like i was a grown up by then like i did you know grown up so i like we did something we did a special surprise for our parents okay. then but not as but not as high school students Mm -hmm. it really it would not have occurred to us
2: yeah because I think I was like 17 when my parents celebrated their 20th Mm -hmm. I was just like I didn't think about it when they celebrated their 30th we lived across the country so maybe for like 35 or 40 okay but this is like but I don't feel like it's like especially like a high school kid to think because especially they're like well we don't have any money to put this on for mom and dad like in my mind it seems strange to expect that yeah
1: um usually our parents would say something to us like or my dad would say hey you you know friday is mommy and i's anniversary or my mom would say can you believe your dad and i've been married for however long but it wasn't maybe they would go out or do something but we didn't we didn't make a big deal about it for them until we were much older than high school
0: okay because i'm like i i I do not have the normal parental experience but i'm just like i've never even bought my parents like a gift for their anniversary (laughs) like i don't i don't know is this a thing people do
1: i think i think that was something interesting interesting in this episode because amy and alan kind of seem to you know as the show goes on they express you know disappointment that maybe this, the kids are being selfish. But by that time, the kids knew that the parents were expecting something from them. Mm -hmm. Mm So I think, I think when Corey finds out that the parents are expecting something from them, they really have the opportunity to do something for them. Mm -hmm. Doesn't, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know. I guess when you're when you're a certain age, you think, you know, you get very overwhelmed with the ideas that are, that are upon you and expectations and things, but they really could have turned it around and done something. Not yeah, as well, grand. Tries. Maybe. Yeah.
2: They, they, they tries. certainly try. Corey, Corey tries. Yeah, they,
1: Corey
0: yeah. yeah. Corey tries. <laughs> <laughs> Corey tries. <laughs> <laughs> Eric he does not. <laughs> he does the opposite of Trump. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to see, I, like I said, I just wanted to see like what that experience was. Cause I'm like the, the, the one like qualm I have with this episode was just watching and being like, am I supposed to make a bigger deal about my parents' anniversary? Like I didn't know that was a thing I was supposed to do. I think especially in like high school. Yeah, especially in high school. I mean, at least I didn't. I don't know if I maybe I'm supposed to, but (laughs) well, oops. (laughs) You two you two are good sons. I am a bad son, so (laughs) well daughter. Well daughter.
1: I I prefer to think of myself as a daughter, but thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good child, that's what I mean.
1: I understand.
0: (laughs) Good children. The good kids. Um So yeah, uh, we then cut to the school next. They're at the school and Corey's trying
2: to rustle up people to come to the party. He's talking to his aunt. He's like, come on, have a heart. Have you no heart? He's like, Oh, I hope the donor comes through. (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: like, she doesn't have a heart. He's like, I need people who aren't kids to come to this party. And he sees Mr. Turner. (laughs) I love this interaction. Uh, He's not going to be, but there are really four people I want to give, mvp to this episode and turner is one of them but he's only in like two scenes but he's just like turner boy you know that seems so horrible for someone who's practically family and Turner guys like,
2: never just come out and ask for a favor
0: and Corey's like it's not our way <laughs> turner in this scene is so great Mm-hmm. um he's just so sarcastic the entire episode and he's like okay when's the party he's like six hours no jeans bring a present
1: bring a present <laughs>
0: jeans. six hours no jeans bring a present <laughs> and Turner's like whatever <laughs> this is what I get <laughs> this is what I get and then Feeney uh-huh. it's like you doing anything tonight You <laughs> am hanging with Sean Hunter at the mall <laughs>
1: it's so good is he? Is he one of your other? <laughs> no, Feeny isn't. Okay.
0: We're about to get to the second person I want to give MVP to.
1: Um. Now, is is it when they're in the school that Topanga comes up and she says, "Okay, I've got a band for the party," but they're all in their thirties. But I hope they'll be okay. Or like, I think they'll be cool, but they're in their thirties. I'm Just like, girl. Rude. Girl. <laughs> First of all,
0: uh, I'm in my thirties. Me too. Tara, are you in your thirties yet?
1: I am in my, I'm in my late thirties oh, okay. and yeah. And I just wanted to say to think get, it gets, it gets better and better. Like you don't know what real fun is yet,
2: <laughs> but it is true when you're like,
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know what an illegal rave is or anything, but thirties <laughs> <30s> are cool.
2: <laughs> Couchmageddon. Time Couch Couch the they start developing your
0: own weird tradition get with it
1: yeah yeah cult. 30s are 30s yeah. are cool
0: yeah um i do i do want to take us back just just for one second because feeny is being pursued by reginald reg reginald Bearfield. <laughs> reg, Reginald. he's like well you're you're esteemed teacher invited me for lunch oh yes poems. I did no such thing <laughs> I simply saw you in the yard said hello are you staying with the Matthews and here I am <laughs> <laughs> he's like I have a full set of classes to teach today I can't deal with this right now I'd love to sit in
2: <laughs> and then they walk off screen uh, well right before that he's like I thought I'd lost you like, yes well the best laid plans <laughs> Oh. Oh. this man reg reginald fairfield why isn't he a recurring character? what is there? what's his deal Adam. can he just not take a hint
1: he no is, am i he's he's too he's so like he's so hospitable to himself <laughs> he's got like a spiritual gift of hospitality to
2: himself to so himself <laughs> for himself yep there's probably you know like it's a person you'd love to watch on tv but it's like if you are reg reginald fairfield you'd want to know so you could do something about it
1: <laughs> I, someone tell me yes yes please, like, please i kind tell of wonder me. if he's you know he if he's if he's like a very literal person and maybe one day he opened up a fortune cookie and the fortune cookie just said like make yourself at home and he took that to mean at all times everywhere, forever. <laughs> at all times, everywhere.
0: everyone <laughs> is inviting you along no one is ever saying no yes <laughs> mm-hmm. You are the life of the party. <laughs> you are the life of the You party. are. Uh and then yeah, Sean, uh, Sean and topanga or yeah, Sean and Topanga come and Topanga says the whole like band in their thirties thing. It's like, come on, old guys in their thirties, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then Sean's like,
2: And I got a guy to jump out of a cake for us.
0: he's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Like, why would we want that? It was six bucks, man. You paid a guy six bucks to jump out of a cake? No, you paid me. <laughs> <laughs> so the second person I want to give a Mvp to in this episode, but again, he's barely in it, is Sean. He's he's Sean. Sean is he's the, our himbo. He is the epitome of himbo in this episode. He understands nothing, but he's just happy to be there. <laughs> <laughs> and he came out six bucks richer <laughs> and he came out six bucks richer i love sean in this episode oh uh, yeah so they officially canceled the rave at yeah. this point <laughs> there's a big canceled canceled thing over the
2: poster that feeney didn't tear down <laughs> it's because he knew in his heart of hearts that it was going to be
0: canceled yeah yeah and yeah. uh a girl's like ah the canceled the rave like when's a guy just gonna have the guts to do something like this yeah <laughs> and eric maybe he had something important come up maybe he was trying to do something nice for his mommy and daddy for his mommy <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, wow. and uh maybe a little bit of a bad joke with the happy or, or happy anniversary amy and ellen <laughs> Uh-huh.
1: Why did he have the balloons at school? Like, did he have a free period to go pick those up or like
0: decide to skip did, class
1: did, and then come back to class with a bunch of balloons? Like,
0: maybe it was really early in the morning. Maybe they're really early risers. Maybe
2: he had it done at school. Ooh. Like maybe they have like some sort of class that does something like that, like an art, yeah, a graphic design. So, class. Yeah,
0: maybe, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know if Tara likes that idea.
1: No. Well, also sometimes like, and I, and I can't remember, and if y'all have talked about this, I can't remember either. So forgive me. But like, do you sometimes feel like, is Chubby's an extension of the school sometimes? Like <laughs> the, how, how quickly they're there? Kind of like the Max on Saved by the Bell when they're like, is this your weird cafeteria It's like the only
2: restaurant in Philadelphia. Yeah, actually. Yeah. (laughs) So
1: maybe he just maybe he just had like maybe he was putting them in Chubby's for later. But I'll run this over to Corey down the hall in the labyrinth of the school that I know we've talked about, and and then I'll run them right back over.
0: It it is clearly clearly Chubby's has to be right next door. Maybe it's even in the basement of the school. Who knows. Yes, we've seen the one lot outside the school. This is the other lot yeah, this on the is, other side. This is the
1: other school. side. Yes, that's it.
0: Um, this is the first episode where we see like the, the upstairs, outside of Chubbies. Yeah, outside of Chubbies. Other than like that
2: still establishing shot. Yeah, which doesn't looks, look the same. It <laughs> doesn't
0: look anything like the set they actually have. But it's fine. Yeah, whatever. Movie magic. Movie magic. Things look, things look different from a distance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At a different angle that's all it is it's yeah it's angles um but yeah so i guess this puts in eric's mind like we got to do both mm-hmm. we got to have the illegal rave and his parents anniversary part because that makes sense yep <laughs> they Ter- just not like shakes her head it's so-
1: just the most terrible idea ever because again i think you could not do the party for your parents and instead do something else nice yeah
2: like anything and still
1: do your party <laughs>
2: It's like you know that that's what they think, but you could do something else. Yeah. They have not expressed out loud that they know or assume that that's what's happening.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So you can just say, "Oh, we actually did just get you a present. We spent the six bucks that Sean got from the cake guy <laughs> the to get you a
0: card." Six bucks <laughs> <laughs> Sean got from the cake guy. And like, um, be good. Like
2: you're in the clear.
0: Yeah. No, it's true. It this is a problem that makes no sense to me. I love it. I want to watch it a thousand more times, but the problem itself, I'm just like, what's happening here? I don't know, but it's wonderful. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so they think everything's good. Uh, uh, Corey Topanga and the best-dressed Sean of all time. Uh-huh. Whoever <laughs> that hat, like... <laughs> Thumbs up. Uh, get there. And in line for the party is, like, some people in suits and people dressed like... Like and you said, the, pirate the Mohawk. yeah,
1: In various generations. Yes.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> Many generations.
2: It's like nobody that's younger... Is dress night. Nice. yeah, and everybody that's older is like suits or nice dresses, they
0: yeah, are the dressed great, right. yeah, yes. Uh, so this is what I will mention the third person I want to give MVP to who I don't think is it Frankie? It's Frankie, <laughs> Tim Frankie Tim the Buck Enforcer, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> that's not
2: Grandma, that's Aunt Lil <laughs> Tim Buck, cover charge, Aunt Lil <laughs>
1: <laughs> Frankie. He's taking the... he's working so hard. He's doing a really good job at following directions, guys. <laughs> he,
0: he really
2: is.
1: He's he, really doing a bouncer, best. You
2: want Frankie to be the one?
0: Yeah, <laughs> Frankie's ten book cover charge. That means you want Liz. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. He's like, and you know, Corey freaks out because that's what Corey does. This entire episode is uh-huh. freak out and things. Rightfully so.
2: Yeah, not unrightfully. Like this isn't this isn't normal. Corey neurotic. Yeah, freaking out over nothing. He's like trying to pull this big thing off.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, because up until this moment, he thought the problem was solved.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: This is where he realizes, oh no, (laughs) something bad is about to happen.
0: Yeah, Eric Eric made the problem worse. Also, all of the guests are guys all of them like all the rave guests did you notice that
1: well except for there are a couple well no you're right
0: yeah <laughs> yeah all the rave ones are guys there's a couple of ladies but like there are there are anniversary guests no but i
2: I've, there are a couple of rave ladies too
0: okay i guess i missed them
2: I, I saw like two okay okay and the third who will yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: but she's an she's an anniversary guest
2: <laughs> that's that's why i think they did it the way they did where it's like older people are dressed one way younger people are dressed the other way so it's like setting up this dichotomy in your mind like older is their guest younger is the rave yes so then when there's the reversal it's kind of this third act prestige comedy prestige yes Yes, this is how they how
0: they get you set up for the (laughs) joke um and yeah so Corey tells him like don't let any more rave guests in only let the people in on this list, although he doesn't tell them that the ten buck cover is is not is in not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess all the guests still have to pay the ten mm-hmm. buck cover. Yes. So they're
2: downstairs.
0: And Sean's like, Corey, the cheerleaders, cheerleaders are having a chocolate, chocolate wr- fight. They're chocolate, chocolate wrestling in the kitchen. <laughs> He's like, Well, go stop them, okay? But I'm gonna need a big can of whipped cream and a really and big, a spoon.
2: big spoon. <laughs> Just, what? Okay, Sean.
1: <laughs> hey, Sean. I can't help you with that, but go, go do whatever you gotta do.
0: <laughs> that that line killed me. Both I, I watched this episode twice. At both times, he's like when he's like, okay, and he's like got his like thinking face on. He's like, I'm gonna need a can of whipped cream and a really really big spoon. And I'm just like, what the heck is going on in his head? And- go go gadget himbo. <laughs> Uh,
1: okay, this is this was another thought I had about the illegal rave. Maybe maybe the part of it in the show world, not like what we're thinking of as what makes a rave illegal, but uh maybe it's the too many people for the fire safety code.
0: There's a lot of people in there. There's
1: a lot of people there. I,
0: <laughs> I think that. that's what <laughs> the illegal part of fire, the, the illegal part of the illegal rave is. We're the max capacity. max
1: capacity. We are at capacity. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna let like, them all come in. <laughs>
2: legal rave you come in still legal you come in now you come in and we're officially an illegal rave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i love it that's the theme break fire code uh-huh. <laughs> I love that. um i don't even know what happens next
1: well the people in the background like during that that scene with sean and the i need a big spoon the the guests like it is obviously two parties there i mean not just the way not just the way they're looking but you can see you know how they've They've prepped those actors, like Mm -hmm. told them, you are here and you are very confused about the others. (laughs) There's a literal divide. There is a literal divide.
0: The others. The others. Yes. And uh, (laughs) then they're like, oh, your parents are on their way. Is it Topanga that says that? I think. I think so. Yeah, Topanga's like, well, that's also when we meet Wanda. Oh, yes. Yes. Eric is showing around Wanda. There's a much more exclusive party after this party, and he's only inviting people named. Wanda. <laughs> uh, Wanda. And, it's a fun name. Yeah. Wanda.
1: Corey gets his attention and he says something that I, that I don't, I'm not catching or I'm, maybe I didn't hear, didn't understand. But he says, it sounds like he's tapping Eric on the soldier. The, oh my Lord. On the shoulder. And he says, excuse me, Mr. Mr. Bull. A word.
2: Yeah. I don't, I don't know. What it, it must be a reference to something.
1: And I didn't know what it, what, did you hear him say that? I, I, I rebounded him saying a couple that, times. I
2: don't know what it's a reference to.
1: And I didn't know if it was like a bull in a china closet or this is bull crap that you have done here. Or
0: <laughs> I like that. You're you the said. bull. This is your china shop. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, excuse me, Mr. Bull, a word. Um, it's true that I'm there, but.
0: Yeah. I, n- now that you mentioned it, I do notice that, but I don't remember what, what exactly was said. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, but then Corey, yeah, Topanga says that his parents are coming, so Corey goes and gets everyone's attention. Yeah, he's like, is everyone having a good time? And okay, when it cuts to the crowd, there's a dude who yeah. like leans over one of the booths and just like starts banging. Just yeah. <laughs> so like
1: okay, he's okay. like wearing neon orange and neon yellow, Got like a neon bucket
2: neon. hat. <laughs> yeah.
0: yes.
2: he's like, no sir, you are clearly not having a
0: good time yeah, I, stop it I, I, something about the way he just like leans over the the booth and like <gasps> smacks <laughs> it it's really funny to me <laughs> uh anyway um yeah and he's like this party has a theme and everyone's like uh, what get a little wacky mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah and then he's like this theme is surprise party everyone's like what <laughs>
1: they they're they're underwhelmed i'd say yeah
0: uh-huh yeah. same honestly <laughs> they're underwhelmed they're like the next two people who walk down those stairs like we're gonna we're gonna shout surprise and everyone's just like well, okay whatever and he's like kill the lights and then who should walk down the stairs but turner and
2: feeney mm-hmm. they all say surprised and Turner or feeney's just like this is why i never come here <laughs>
1: uh. And Turner tells, and Turner then tells Corey, Hey, your parents are trying to get in, or they're they're right outside, or something. Mm-hmm. So, Corey even has another chance to kind of try to awkwardly save this thing. Like, he could have jumped back on the stage and said, Okay, not them. It's the next two people that come in.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. he gave up too soon. He gave up he too really soon. He really
1: did. He really uh-huh. did.
2: But then, my favorite thing from Turner here, is when he's like, "Hey Matthews, English class on Monday. Ten buck cover charge." <laughs> we already established that he has like four English classes, so he's yeah. out
0: forty bucks. It's true. He's got to have like four English classes, so that <laughs> ten bucks. Um, I get you every time. He's up, th- goes up there, and Frankie's not letting his parents in. And they're like the surprise party is for us. It is. Then how come you know about it? But then
1: how do you know about it? <laughs>
0: he's <laughs> Cor- like it's okay frankie they're with me and he's like yeah but you said no let anyone in who's not on this list he's like everything i've ever said just forget just it, forget it. Everybody, <laughs> just
2: in. everybody in
0: no more 10 buck cover charges though <laughs> yeah well i mean everything he had ever that's said. that's true um maybe eric said the cover charge yeah. eric would have said the cover charge oh you're right <laughs> frankie d- just derelicts his duty mm. y- you know and this is the point where i think Corey has one more chance to save the party. When they go downstairs, oh, you know all those people Frankie just left in, let in? That's who all these people are. Uh-huh. Just you you were right there.
2: Like <laughs> it's like we messed up, like they double booked. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a way.
0: You could have you could have saved. So it. many things you could have <laughs> said. <laughs> um, but anyway, they go downstairs and Eric's like, oh, we can't keep anything from mom and dad. Happy 2 0. Big 2 0. Yeah. Happy big 2 0. <laughs> you look like you're not having it with Eric. I
1: just, I think part of me feels for Corey because I feel like Corey always, always, always wants to do the right thing. You know, I think his heart is so sweet. And I think Eric always wants to do the right thing for himself.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a real Reg, Reginald Fairfield in that way.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, and so I think. I think the reason why Corey, like Corey's stop. I mean, Corey's ready to just make all the, p- and Eric is still until the better, bitter end trying to like, no, this is good because he wants to, he's still thinking about himself. Like he's mm-hmm. never thinking about mom and dad one time in this mm-hmm. thing. It's and true. the whole reason why they're having a, a fake surprise party is because Corey overheard it. And he wants to now do something for his parents. Cause he doesn't want to let them down. If that's really what they're expecting. Yeah. And no, Eric is yeah. only worried about his, his party in his own image this whole time and so
0: yeah leaving his mark
1: he gets what's coming to him at the end of this is what i'm
0: saying yeah he <laughs> oh he does uh, it's like oh daddy does family mean nothing to you yeah uh you remember how you and your own un- or you and our uncle had that big blowout those are his kids and ellen's the- like oh okay. i should go i should go apologize to them yeah and he does it's a very funny scene because he's got his arm around him and they're like hey that thing between the two pirate ben, kids yeah The one like he looks like kind of like one almost looks like he should be in the backstreet boys yeah kind of
2: and the other one looks like he's a pirate but not like a cool johnny depp pirate
0: yeah yeah i I would almost consider like what a italian like low-level gangster like looks like in a musical is what the guy with the fedora looks like he's a pirate of penzance (laughs) Um but yeah, so he's like, That thing between me and your dad, that was a long time ago. And he's like, You guys have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? I'm really scaring you now, aren't I? <laughs> They're like, Yeah. <laughs>
2: they get out of there. <laughs> are. Yeah. And Corey like crosses paths with Feeney. Mm-hmm. And Feeney's like letting him know that he's on to them. And he's like, Please, you're not gonna tell, are you? he's like I won't say a word as long as that man and the neon mohawk doesn't come anywhere near me. Yeah. And then a little <laughs> later on you hear Cory go,
0: You and the neon mohawk, don't touch that man. <laughs> just it's very yeah, funny the fashions the the fashions in this episode are wild uh sean looks great topanga looks great it's a weird sparkly dress mm-hmm. thing
2: cory even looks all right in his 90s mid 90s suit mm-hmm.
1: he's got the biggest widest shoulder pads in that suit
2: uh-huh. and his cuffs he's <laughs> got like sometimes when he moves his arms he's got like six inches of white shirt sleeve oh, poking out that. from his jacket
1: <laughs> it's ill fitting, is what. Well. It's ill fitting.
2: I feel like that was the '90s and like even up through mid 2000s kind of suit style. You do was it, it is like if you go back and watch like early seasons of The Bachelor, like the bachelor's wearing a suit and oh, what's his name is wearing a suit. Who's like the host and their suits are big. Okay, like mid 2000s, mid 2000s they became a lot like more form fitting um, and like a slimmer profile overall, mm-hmm. but. Up till then, it was like a trendy suit was big.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't know that.
2: And it'll probably fluctuate and we'll go back the other way at some point. But you think shoulder pads will ever come back? I mean, we No way of knowing. <laughs> Tara's like, yeah, shoulder but pads. They'll come arm, back. Everything What goes shoulders.
1: around comes around.
2: <laughs> I want like big shiny ones.
0: You know, big shit. karen
1: <laughs> you could probably get it started and get back again if I you really know. want. If that's what you want, I think you trendy. should go for it.
0: Me and my friend Kyle, our friend Kyle. Did start the word nugs as a thing mm-hmm. so it we, started with them it did in like 2008 or 9 we coined that phrase way before anyone else was using it i'm just saying wow you're welcome world <laughs> wow <laughs> the, anytime you ever hear uh chicken nuggets called nugs know that it was my friend our, our friend kyle he's no and friend of mine <laughs> <laughs> oh quick fantasy football update
2: i am currently unless Something terrible happens tonight. I am the, the winner. You're the, the winner. The, the uh, John Adams High Enforcers have won.
0: <laughs> you won. I
2: beat Kyle. <laughs> I'm the champion of fantasy
0: football. <laughs> it's about time.
1: That's your team name?
0: Uh-huh. The John Adams John- High Enforcers. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a good name.
0: I don't even know if I made the tournament. I didn't uh, pay attention. Didn't. <laughs> okay. You didn't pay any more attention than I did. I paid clearly a lot
2: more attention because I know that I won. <laughs> I checked uh, it every week. Oh, did
0: you? Yeah. Well done. <laughs>
2: anyway. I know a lot of our listeners were
0: really caring about that. Uh, the fact that you won fantasy football when all of our friends love football just <laughs> makes me laugh a lot. Because you and I are the ones who <laughs> don't care.
2: It's like my favorite part is
0: picking the team name. Yep. Uh, anyway. I just remembered because you brought up Kyle. And I played him. You played him in the championship game. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, this (laughs) is very funny. And for the second time in the night, Eric's like, and you know, the best part of the whole thing, he's going to say like, your parents won't have suspected a thing again, just like he did on the stairs. But this time, Alan finishes it for him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your parents won't suspect a thing. Yep. and then he, bust it. It. he takes them outside, and we have the the hurt parent talk. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I like the I, I Eric's She's like, I just wanted one night to be remembered. And his mom's like, So did we? So. Oh, twist.
0: <laughs> it's
1: heart. It's heart wrenching.
0: It it, it 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 is. But there is still a part of me that's like, I mean, you kind of made up that this party was for you. You like made that up in your own head. <laughs>
1: Is but a, but then they let her believe it by th- inviting her to a surprise party.
0: That's true. They like do, somehow
1: they, they got their parents to Chubby's and they told them to dress up. Yeah, dress and, up.
2: and Amy's. I killing. mean, like yeah. they could
1: have not ever acted on it, and then they would have figured out. Oh, I guess they're not throwing us a party because they never gave us instructions on something to do tonight, or
0: mm-hmm. you know. You're, you're right. You're right. Amy yeah. does look good in her red dress. You're right.
1: Amy's. Are you? I think Amy's legs really need an MVP. At some point tonight because she's so beautiful in that dress.
2: MVG most valuable games. <laughs> I don't know which part of a leg is a gam.
1: <laughs> I don't even know which part. <laughs> but
0: his legs mean MVG. <laughs>
1: That's what I, that's what I put in my, in my notes.
0: Guest <laughs> you guys,
1: are we going to get to the best part? Are we going to get to the best part of this episode? Oh,
2: we are. We're,
0: we're, we're almost there. We are almost there. We're almost
2: there. So they're like, what are we going to do? We have to try and save this night. Yeah. We'll get the guests and bring them back
0: to the house for coffee. Mm-hmm. Well, then they, they
1: can- Yeah. A- Alan and Amy are, I mean, they have basically said we're, we're done. Like
2: we're done with you too. I mean, but what a memorable story! Like our twentieth anniversary party was an illegal rave.
0: <laughs> well, who else is gonna have that? But it wasn't a rave for them. <laughs> it wasn't their illegal rave. Yeah. Um, and then uh, so they go downstairs, and Corey and Sean or Corey and Eric are like, we gotta, we gotta save this for him. We gotta make it up to him. And how do they do it?
1: Well, they say maybe uh well go ahead. You did. Oh no, go
0: for it. You got you got this, Tara.
1: Well, they want they they need they know music is going to save the day mm-hmm. because music is what always saves the day.
0: Mm-hmm. And just like but, Danger in the
2: Manger.
1: Just like Danger in the Major. But and they and they know um then they start asking, okay, well, where's the band? And maybe the band could play their special song and they ask Mickey Dolans and they say, Hey, you were the you were you were in my parents wedding do you remember their song and he has to think about it and he says yeah it's my girl Mm -hmm. well let's get the band to play my girl where's the band
0: uh frankie sent them away because they weren't on the list they weren't (laughs) on the list
1: (laughs) but luckily for everyone they weren't on the list but i guess they came earlier and set up all their stuff and then left it there
2: Yep. yeah unfortunate. fortunate, How fortunate. It's like not just left, the like, equipment
1: not it's- just the sound equipment but the instruments too yep
0: uh-huh. the instruments too and topanga has like a a freak out oh, frankie <laughs> you ruined you ruined the party and her dad like <laughs> takes her aside is like tippy have you been eating meat yeah did he's you not like hey, you need to calm down we don't we don't do that sort of thing he's like did you eat meat and she's <laughs> like she's like frankie you sent away the band uh the bands so we can't save Corey's parents party and I may have had a meatball
1: and I had a meatball
0: (laughs) (laughs) so I guess meat makes Topanga violent okay good to know (laughs) does
2: different things to different people I guess
0: um most people not that though but
2: then then here it comes
0: yeah
1: here it it comes
2: yeah
1: well and you know what actually kind of right before well um when Jedediah shows up to the party and mm-hmm. he's got the guitar, and it's done. It even has a little bow. And he is—he's um, decked out. Yes, <laughs> I mean
2: he's—he's he's ready a for
1: a party. And when he shows up at the house um, in the first couple minutes of the episode, you know he doesn't get applause as a guest, as a guest star. You know, for making it. really movie. none of them do. They—they so they don't. Just—just just Davy Jones. But—but but Mickey and Peter don't. But you said, like y'all said, they're—they're they're reprising their role. in -hmm. in the episode but when he shows up with the guitar with a bow on it and that long jacket the audience goes crazy
0: yeah the ruffled he's
1: wearing ruffle yeah
0: i don't even know what you call that neck piece i makes me think of a puritan
1: (laughs) kind of or like like a pilgrim or kind of shakespearean
2: yes type
1: situation
2: <laughs> and he's
0: wearing jeans
2: <laughs> yeah he did not listen he's a free spirit
0: he's a free spirit he's not gonna he's listen to Corey spirit. when he says no jeans yep, he does he gets the applause and then down there after Tipang is like they sent the band away he's like that's no problem I'll play and I'll Mickey Dolan's is like yeah I'll play too and
2: then they're like I do you remember the words he's like well I can remember the melody
0: but I'm blinking on the lyrics Reg is like Reg Reginald Fairfield well since you since you asked so nicely I will love to help you out
1: (laughs) and the crowd goes
2: wild Uh so Amy and Alan turn to leave and they're like wait just stop he's like why would we stop and then the bass line
1: starts it's one of the most like iconic bass lines in all sweet song history
0: yeah absolutely it is um, and they're like, "Amy, they're playing our song. How did they know?" Eric told them. He didn't. Eric Mickey, is irredeemable in this episode. <laughs> Mickey Dolan's <laughs> told them. <laughs> Gordy, well, it was it was Gordy's idea. Uh-huh. <laughs> Eric is irredeemable in this episode. Um but they play the whole thing and everyone dances happily and Sean or Eric's like dancing with Wanda. He's like, "This worked out for you and it worked out for me. I want you to meet the woman I'm going to spend the rest of my life with." <laughs> like, we've met. Meet we've met.
2: <laughs> it's your cousin Wanda. <laughs> but then the best she... part is Eric runs off and, and then Sean jumps up and starts. Sean's like,
0: I'll dance with her.
1: Sean was yeah, ready. <laughs>
0: uh it's kind of sad that wanda is just like an accessory in this scene like she really only exists for the joke but well
1: but you know what isn't that the same with so many girls that are on eric's arm yes ever absolutely ever ever, ever.
0: absolutely it is. Yeah, they don't ever really
2: get an arc or a personality no she doesn't even get a line though. Yeah. she has a name
0: which is more than some more than some yeah and uh sean jumps right in there and he's just He's just grooving. Uh and is that the cutaway to the tag? Um, well, I mean they're dancing. Mm-hmm.
1: And the and the groups 20. start mixing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Frankie, Frankie, cuts, Frankie in. cuts in. Music unites everyone. Yeah, yeah,
0: Frankie cutting in is so great. And then in the in the tag at the end, he's like, I got you something for your anniversary. <laughs> he pulls out this really nice watch. And she's like, my watch. my watch. I knew you'd like it. That's how I knew you'd like That's it. That's
1: how I knew you'd like it. <laughs>
0: Frankie, I love you. Um, and then
1: Well then someone, there's someone sitting over and enjoying the music. And mm-hmm. at the very end of the ending credits, he comes up and says, you know, I I think y'all could really go somewhere.
2: I used to I like- a family group. <laughs> you yeah. so all have the
0: bus we toured in. You guys could be bigger than the Beatles.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh it is the former manager of the Partridge family. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um this is this is kind of my thing with this episode this ending part where the they're like kind of joking back and forth about like playing together. And then this guy comes up and it's like, you guys can be bigger than the Beatles. It's asking you to know a lot about a very specific point in time. <laughs> like when the Partridge family was a thing and the monkeys <laughs> were a thing. Like, because there's a lot the Beatles of are always a thing. Yeah. <clears throat> but the like, Beatles are eternal. There's a lot of jokes here that are just like, you're not going to get them unless you have some very specific knowledge. Uh it's not bad. It's funny, mm-hmm. but like it'd be great to manage a band without a mother in it. Like that's a very specific joke about the Partridge Family.
2: Was the mother a problem?
1: Well, the Partridge. Person- well, go ahead. The, well, the show is. I mean, it's about a family, and she is a widow, mm-hmm. and so he kind of plays. He he played the manager. He was the manager of them, and he kind of plays opposite of her. Mm-hmm.
0: so yeah they're kind of antagonists in the gotcha no, no, no. antagonists is a strong word but they're at odds a lot mm. in the show and so sort of a brady bunch but musical situation i guess yeah. in terms of the family yeah yeah it's a show and they they did actual concerts and stuff but it was it was just like the monkeys it was kind of a made for tv band gotcha though they were a family. anyway it, it's just it's such like specific jokes and like the the bigger than the Beatles like that was like if I'm not mistaken that was the idea behind the Monkeys was to build a band like to engineer a band for the show that would be bigger than the Beatles and well and the there was there's it.
1: there's been some controversy even around like the the member of the Monkeys that is that was not on this episode of Boy Meets World like there's some talk that he had said to a reporter something about you know we outsold the Beatles in something but um yeah he kind of just said it to like blow off the reporter and so like so there's some like talk about the monkeys trying to be rivals with the Beatles, but
2: the oneaters are my favorite though
1: man that's a good movie (laughs)
2: <laughs> That's a, a great movie. movie. I don't know that thing you do. You never watched that thing you do? No chance. We're probably watch. one of my
1: top five favorite movies.
2: It's so good. That thing you do. Okay,
0: I'm done. Oh, it's so good. But it, this Hanks and Liv Tyler are in it. This ending, I love all of the monkey members. They're really funny. Like obviously, Red Reginald Fairfield is hilarious. And he's
2: like Gordy. I hear you have a guest room home with lots
0: of extra bedrooms. He's like, oh, it's nothing. It's a shack compared to Jedediah's place. And yeah, he's like, it has got a freestanding guest house. He's like, really? And the jedi Dad just looks at him. You come near my house, you're a dead man. You're dead. <laughs> Where he's like, have you been eating meat? Yeah. Come near my house, you're a dead man. Yeah, and like, he's played up as this like pacifist hippie, uh-huh <laughs> but Red Reginald Fair. He has
1: a, even he has a line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and like it's all very funny. He must have eaten some meat. Yeah, he must he must have had a, that same meatball. A meatball sounds good. Um meatballs are good. He but like and it's very funny. I'm just saying like man you need very specific knowledge for each of those jokes to land. Like
1: Well, so- and maybe it was appropriate because this is a what year was season three of Boy Meets World? We're
2: looking at ninety six, seven, five, ninety six, ninety six. So 96. like
1: Amy and Alan's twenty year anniversary, they would have gotten married in the seventies. And in mm-hmm. the seventies, what was pop- The I mean, like the Partridge Family was a show in the seventies. The yeah. Monkees yeah. like broke up in early seventies, mm-hmm. or that you know they stopped being a thing in early seventies. So like, I don't, I don't think the Like all these specific jokes kind of work only because it's an episode about celebrating something that happened 20 years prior.
2: And also, in terms of things
1: are 20 years old
2: with the show, kind of the audience it was playing to at this point, it was still like a big crossover. Yeah, it it was trying to do. And so it was it was that family. And so like if you're watching this with your family, maybe the kids like, "Who is that?" And the parents are like, "Oh my gosh, this is who it is," and they can explain that. Yeah. Whereas Mm -hmm. now like if you're watching this on like disney plus you don't have any of that information you're like oh this is fun that they're like singing together how random and but then if you look it up you're like oh okay, yeah this is what they're this is what's going on And maybe the jokes you're like okay like whatever yeah but
0: and i agree with you i'm just like man someone in the someone in the writers room must have just been a big fan or something because like there's no way because there's no dna linking the monkeys the partridge family and boy meets world
1: <laughs> okay well there is a little bit actually, and not- not like really, and this may be like kind of meta, I guess, but on I love it Wonder Years, you know, which was um
0: Fred Savage's show.
1: Fred Savage's show. um He had a poster of the monkeys in his bedroom.
0: Oh, that is a little bit of a so how about that? <laughs> how about that? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, it all it all comes comes together now. So.
1: Partridge Family, I don't really know, but little bit Boy Meets World and monkey ish
0: <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I'm just saying it wasn't a joke made for broad appeal. It's funny. I love it. <laughs> At the time, it was more of a broad appeal, yeah. I think, than it is.
1: Yeah, now it's a little far, farther removed.
0: We're in our 30s. We're, we're lame now. We are. <laughs> no, you guys, did
1: you ever watch The Partridge Family?
0: I've seen a few episodes.
1: Has one of the greatest um, like opening sequences ever. Like, oh, yeah. not...
0: Is it the Not come
1: the, on the, the, the And the, yeah, and the little birds,
0: mm-hmm. uh-huh.
1: the little partridge birds kind of following each other around and
2: very cute. I know, I've never watched that. I did watch the Brady Bunch episodes where they sang, which I guess was a similar feel they were going for.
0: Yeah, they were kind of trying to, but they like we're the Partridge to... family really was a family. Uh-huh. Right. They're trying to capitalize on some of that. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: And I forget, did you guys watch, did y'all watch the Monkeys I've the seen show a, ever?
0: Again, I've seen a few episodes with my mom, but I, I, I'm not a regular viewer now. My mom loves the Monkeys though.
1: Monkeys were cool. They were, they were, they were musical, but yeah, like the point was to create a show about a band, not create a show about that band. But mm-hmm. like when they put out a, I guess they put out a TV ad or not a TV ad but a newspaper ad to like do a casting call and so they put out in their in their ad that they wanted um like folk rock musicians to come be a part of this new TV show and so they got these um these four guys and they they were musical but they rearranged what everybody played on the show because like Davy Jones was actually an okay drummer, but he's so short in stature that he didn't look very impressive behind a drum set on TV. So they made him be the front man, but really Mickey Dolenz was like the most iconic sounding singer, but they made Davy Jones be the front man, even though Mickey was the best singer, like the most recognizable voice.
2: because like even when they were, Playing in this episode. Like and they were singing, was it not fade away? Yeah, fade away as like Buddy Buddy Holly, as he was like Mickey Dolans
0: was singing. And it's just like, oh wow. Yeah. Mickey just has a really good voice.
2: Yeah. Real
1: distinct distinct Uh sound. Yeah.
0: I do enjoy that they play a temptation song and a Buddy Holly song, but no monkey song. (laughs)
1: no monkeys because they're not supposed to be the monkeys they're just supposed to be some guys and apparently that was like the only time i look i looked this up i guess this was the only time they ever played my girl they never played my girl for any other they never covered it for anything else or
2: this is an important thing in our timeline in boy meets world the monkeys do not exist like in this world that never existed like partridge family existed but the monkeys never existed yeah because this is them and they didn't seem to know each other
0: i don't know if the partridge family show ever existed The maybe the the band did yeah interesting (laughs) there's
2: no monkeys in the point meets world timeline Mm -hmm. also for our timeline and this isn't actually 96 97 this is 95 96 because it... I graduated in '98 in season five, so I started '97, '98, and taking it back '96, '97, '95, '96 as the first season. '93, '94, '94, '95. Now we're on '95, '96. Okay, sure. Okay, yeah. So we're '95, '96, and Amy and Alan are celebrating their twentieth anniversary. In that, uh, we're not at Christmas yet, mm-hmm. so it is still '95. So '75 when so they got married, and they backpacked through Europe in '74.
0: Yeah, and apparently Alan went to college, which is going to be weird to fit into our timeline later Mm -hmm. with the whole Navy thing and everything, but we'll do that later. We don't need to do that. We'll make it make sense. Yeah, Um, but I think that's the episode. You guys got anything more to add about the episode before we uh, rate it and do everything
1: that's a lot yeah that's a lot that's a lot in a little a little yeah. little bit we talked
0: a lot about it we talked a lot about a lot of things yeah it's been
2: it's this episode's led to some good discussions yeah this is our first episode of 2021 yeah, turning a new corner. Well, won't this come out? No, because I we won't have an episode come out this week.
0: Oh, that's true. That's true. We were gonna taking the week off. We're taking the the, the sleepy week off. I love sleepy
2: week. Celebrate my own Couch Your own Couch Mageddon. I'm gonna play Hollow Knight while my kids are taking naps. So oh, Couch Mageddon.
0: Uh, so this will come out on the seventh or the sixth. Um, something like that. Fourth. Yeah, like seventh i believe seventh okay um so this will come out so little happy new year everybody happy 2021 we made it we made it um what do you guys rate it we'll go cameron Tara, Me. i rated it a nine and a half Ooh. i think it's wonderful
2: start to finish i wish there's a little more topanga mm-hmm. And I think that would have just done it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just the right amount of like schmaltz maybe like mm-hmm. with the, I wish we were remembered to like, there's some of that in there, but it's just like really fun overall episode, I think. And this is one that always really stands out to me, which I feel like I've said that about the last several episodes. Sure. But this one, especially. This is the highest rated one for a while. Plus Reg, Reginald Fairfield. Well, this one, all the other ones, like I remember them, but going back and watching them, I'm like, uh, yeah, maybe this isn't as great, but this one like stood up okay to it i'll give you nine and a half
0: what do you think tara 9.9 9.9
1: 9.
0: 9. yes
1: okay wow
0: wait but you gave you gave band on the run a 10 so mm-hmm. do you think band on the run is better than this episode
1: i think eric is worse than this episode
0: oh, yeah <laughs> so. yeah and that
2: episode all he does is shred one time
0: he does he does shred one time <laughs> in that episode um i i'm gonna give this one a nine uh, i loved it as well this is gonna be a very highly rated episode for us um and it's not gonna be a 9.5 because that's not 9.9 but right. be, close. be like a 9.45 or something like that. <laughs> um but um i think it's great um I, I guess it's not even really a problem i'm just like Kids don't do this for their parents. I don't know why they were expecting it. That's my Mm -hmm. one problem. And no Topanga. And I don't find Eric very likable in this episode.
1: Eric is not likable in this. But you know what? I do think, I think it has a redeeming quality of kids don't do this for their parents, but how come? You know, like (laughs) maybe- Maybe that should happen. Maybe we should all be a little more I'm gonna considerate. Get
2: my know it, you know, anniversary parties. You're, you're gonna you're gonna, gonna, gonna get Nat- my boys to do it. You're uh, 10's coming up next next year, in 2022. They're gonna throw us a ten-year anniversary party.
0: Ten-year anniversary party. Okay. No one can make the signs. <laughs> no one can make the signs. Nash can. He'll
2: be DJ. <laughs> okay
1: make this make the signs on a on fabric yes
0: yes Yes. illegal wedding anniversary Friday. (laughs) i will throw you a 10-year anniversary party oh thank you you can get the boys i'll probably forget yes you definitely will (laughs) who is your mvp um my mvp is of course reg reginald fairfield (laughs) he is the light of this episode and i love him (laughs)
1: uh i had two Um Frankie. Yep. (laughs) Because I really just think he was he was really doing that job with all of his heart, doing his very best. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um also Uh, Mickey Dolan's because what's his? I can't remember what his character's name is. Gordy. 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 He remembered somebody else's wedding song. That's a good friend.
0: That's a good friend. He is a good
2: friend. That's a good friend. Unfortunately, I'm going to side with Chance. And I just, Reg, Reginald Fairfield. (laughs) Just. (laughs)
0: <laughs> he so much. every scene with reg was pure gold well, do
1: we even say he says something about like oh he was on the phone with his mom mom i'm calling you because i have a free
0: phone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's calling long <laughs> distance i'm assuming yes
1: he's calling <laughs> europe <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: he's just he's the worst but i love him uh so yeah
2: wonderful on tv terrible to know him terrible to be him yes he's fine with it
0: but if you were him you should feel bad you should feel bad if you are bad but that being said every scene with frankie and gordy and sean and turner are they're gold they are gold <laughs> it's a bubbly place to read
2: and amy's legs <laughs> and amy's legs. Special amy's, en- leg. <laughs> amy's legs um what did you name it i, I think it's obvious that it's just a boy
0: meets Reg <laughs> reginald fairfield <laughs> <therapy. laughs> tara's like you guys are crazy no
1: that's what i wrote down too just because i figured that's what y'all would say because i know you like it. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yeah i mean my title is you were
1: one. saying reg reginald fairfield the last time i was on and he wasn't in it so i knew that's what it was gonna be
0: <laughs> i love it so much I, I just love you said you'd have a couch with my name on it <laughs> reginald Fairfield. And Corey's like look dad reg, look <laughs> oh it's so funny ah. oh so <laughs> this will be his only mvp Maybe it could be an episode where Reg is the MVP again, even though he's not in (laughs) it. It's like everyone else is so bad. We just give it to him. (laughs) Yeah, we just give it to Reg. (laughs) But yeah, this episode is a delight. Maybe I think our highest rated one ever. I think so. I don't think anything has ever gotten above, like... Nothing's gotten above a nine from both of us before. I don't think so, I don't think. I think on the air would have been close, Mm -hmm. but I think... Our guest brought it down. Yeah, I think our guest brought it way down. Our guest brought it way up this time. Yeah.
1: No, guys, it wasn't me it was the monkeys it's true the monkeys
2: brought it up They are also Terrace. you didn't bring it down the episode was fun yes you brought the
0: score down you brought the score down yes not you Terrace. <laughs> um but yeah so love this episode uh tara what do you what do you got going on in your life what do you, do you want to plug anything tell the listeners anything
1: um i don't have anything to plug but can i i think this is a I think this was super fun. I like, I love listening to you guys and I love talking about Boy Meets World. And it, I think it is really fun to, I don't know. I love, I love taking anything that is really short and, you know, on the surface is very funny and we could kind of look at, okay, well, what, what did they mean? Or what did they say? Or what can we take away from it? And I think that's nice to do. Uh-huh. And what a great, like you said, this will be the first episode of a new year but it's one of the last things we're doing in this old year and so it's nice to end like we're ending this you know we're coming close to the end of the year getting to laugh at this you know this joy of an episode and then hopefully people will get to listen and relive to this joy of an episode in the first week of the new year so i don't know lots of joy lots of things to be happy about thankful for wow
0: that was beautiful yeah um uh i do think it's funny that in two or three weeks from when you're hearing this episode a new year's episode of boy meets world <laughs> well, will, is out. what we're going to be covering <laughs> we probably should have planned that a little better we're just missing them left and right because <laughs> there's a new year's episode coming up real quick here
2: it's another good one
0: yeah it's a good one
2: eric's also terrible in it <laughs> eric is the
0: worst in it yeah <laughs> um But yeah, so we didn't plan that great. But thank you, Tara. Will you be on for season four again, even though there's no monkeys?
1: You guys, I will do this anytime you want, because this is a lot of fun. (laughs) Oh, good.
0: Well, we (laughs) love having you on. Mm
2: -hmm. All right. So we have reached the end of the month of December. Um, And so our current push for reviews, but also for donations, we ended up getting two... (laughs) oh two whole new um reviews on apple podcasts so two dollars for food and shelter for friends what i think i'm gonna do i'm just gonna keep it open through january okay so just because we're an episode short in december tara what we're doing is for every review we get for the podcasts on apple podcasts because that's the only place you can do it i'm donating a dollar to um food and shelter for friends here in Norman. And so far for the month of December, we're at two. Two. So I would definitely donate more than $2 (laughs) if I ended up only having two because that's just sort of weird. But I'd love for more people to give me more reasons to donate money to that organization
0: yeah we'll keep it open through january yeah
2: i think keeping it open through january is good so
0: there's that we got two there's years. our update
1: that's great and that's a great cause yeah food and yep. shelter is a great
0: cause i work for them so mm-hmm. um but so i'm obviously a fan uh we want to thank uh, dizzy parker for the use of our theme song if you want the link to the video um with more links to find him over on the whole of the internet uh link is in the uh show notes. Mm-hmm. He has a really good Pokemon one. Yeah, he has a great Pokemon one. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> um that's all I've got. Yeah, that's all I've got too. So until next week or two weeks from now, so long world. So long world. So long world. When the is